Paso, Florida. Generally, Florida's in the news for something completely stupid. I don't know what it is about Florida. We seem to attract some of the more special criminals, and we're always in the news for something ridiculous, and God knows why, but they seem to all flock here. But a couple good things that I've seen um, as of late, you had the sheriff about a month ago from Polk County who uh, said that as far as the riots are concerned, his people there have guns, they like their guns, and he's going to recommend that they shoot anything that comes through their door. And just the other day now I saw there's another sheriff uh, that is saying that any gun owner in his town, he will be deputizing because he ain't going to have none of that nonsense with these riots coming through his town. I mean, you got to love these guys. This is fantastic. This is what it should be everywhere, not uh, governors and mayors telling the police what to do and allowing people to totally destroy their towns, destroy their big cities. It's, it's ridiculous on a massive scale. I especially like a place like Minnesota, where now the governor is pleading for federal aid to basically clean up the uh, riot damage. She doesn't want to have to pay the bill. She doesn't want her state to pay the bill. Now she wants Trump's help. Well, when Trump was offering his help before, you didn't want his help before. Well, why should we help you now? I, you created the mess. You clean it up. I was always taught you make your mess, you clean your mess. You make your bed, you sleep in it. I think that uh, you need to figure out how to bail yourself out of that one. Uh, another good example, hopefully, to the people of Minnesota that – You definitely need to vote these people out. You need to get some people with some common sense in there. Somebody who sees a group of anarchists and Marxists take over locations in your cities, take over blocks, and you need to send the police in with whatever force necessary and dismantle it immediately. You don't wait. You don't tell everybody that... uh, you know, they have a right to protest and they have a right to... No, no, these ain't protesters. These are rioters. These are anarchists. These are people trying to overthrow governments. These are not normal, peaceful protesters that are going out there for a change for whatever they're protesting at the moment. How many African Americans are you seeing now come out against Black Lives Matter? They realize that their movement was just another piece in the puzzle for the radical left to use and feed off of their uh, that unfortunate situation and hijack it from them and turn it into what the left wants it to be, which is basically the destruction of America, American values, and the entire system. They want to take it. They want to burn it down to the ground. They want to get rid of it. Whereas Black Lives Matter, the people that actually feel there's some injustice towards the African-American community, That's what they were protesting for, but they've hijacked the movement. Now these people have been fooled and they've been used. And it's nice to see that you're starting to see lots of them wake up and they're coming out and saying they can't support that anymore because they're understanding now that they don't care about your life. It has nothing to do with your life. It has to do with their agenda of they hate the United States they think this country is, is not worth salvaging. They think this country has been evil since day one. So they're going to go for it 100%. They're, they're all in. 
Let's burn it to the ground. And all we needed was that little moment where that police officer murdered George Floyd. And now we're going to hijack your movement. We just needed enough people to get rowdy enough so we could hijack your moment. And now we're going to run with it. And we're going to do what we want to do with it. We don't care about your lives. Black Lives Matter so much. Why at some of the uh, rallies or protests, why are they holding up uh, Soviet flags? Why are you holding up a Soviet flag? What does that got to do with black lives? I don't, I, I've never been to Russia, but I do watch the Olympics and the news. And I got to be honest with you, nah, I don't see too many black people in Russia. I see mainly white people. I mean, if you're going to hold that flag up, that, that seems more like Nazi swastika, let's go into the whole white power thing. I don't know. It's, it seems contradictory to the whole Black Lives Matter movement. I'm just saying. I'm going to throw it out there. I know, but uh, just I find it a little bit odd myself. Not to mention, if you do any digging at all into Black Lives Matter, it's just a shell company. And once you start tracing it back far enough, first it's Act Blue, then it goes into, what is it, Thousand Tides or whatever the hell it is. Um, you start seeing that even the people that run these organizations, they're not black. Sorry, these are like white extremists. So if anything, black people should feel used because they're just using you to push their agenda. They don't actually care about your agenda. So going back to the mayor of Minnesota or the governor, sorry, you don't get no funds. Hey, you know, good luck cleaning up your own mess. Nice try. Maybe you shouldn't have threw your towel in with the anarchists. Maybe you shouldn't let them destroy your towns and cities. Maybe you should have thought about it a little bit harder. Or or maybe you should just have been a decent human being and said, you know, there's a lot of good people getting hurt. And there's a lot of good people that are losing businesses. They're losing their homes and everything. So good luck with that. I hope that you're uh, in debt forever because of it. Another idiot I saw on the news today was the mayor of Chicago with all of the deaths that have been happening there consistently throughout the years. This isn't anything new. Anybody who watches the news, it almost seems like every summer it flares up where you're having hundreds of people shot every single weekend in Chicago. Last weekend, I mean, what was it? A hundred and something people were shot. 14 or so were killed. And if uh, my memory serves me correctly, I know for sure it was a one, a three-year-old, and I believe like a seven-year-old. I mean, you got kids losing their lives, and these people are defunding the police. Really? Don't you think you should be pumping money into that department to get more police officers out there and stop all this nonsense and actually try to save some lives? Instead, you're going to let crime run rampant. You're going to let all these poor, innocent people get killed. I don't even know how people like you get voted in. I mean, I watch my election cycles here locally pretty hard. I look into who I vote for to make sure that they're in line with what I believe. I don't see how these people even get into office. They must be cheating or something. I just don't get it. I don't know how they could get in there. But this idiot, she says that she blames the violence on the guns. I am a huge believer in your Second Amendment. I think anybody should, and if you don't, I think you should go out and get yourself a gun legally because in these days and times, believe me, you're going to need some protection at some point or another, especially with all this nonsense with the defund the police talk. But I have never in my life seen a gun 
wake itself up in the morning and say, hey, I'm going to go out and shoot somebody today and just mosey its way on out the door and shoot somebody. Sorry, never seen it. People kill people. Guns don't kill people. Guns are used to kill people, but they don't do it themselves. And FYI, if they took all the guns away, they'll find another way to kill you if they want to kill you. There's plenty of other things you can kill people with. So let's get off the merry-go-round about the Second Amendment and all that nonsense, and you have a stupid mayor blaming a gun. To me, I think the mayor's to blame. I think the blood's on her hands. I think she should be out there taking care of business instead of playing these political games that they all like to play on the Democratic side. 19 out of your 20 worst cities in the entire United States, most crime-riddled drugs in the whole nine, are run by Democrats. 19. What, what does that tell you? That tells me, if anybody in Chicago is listening to this, vote them out. Put a Republican, put a conservative, somebody that shares your actual value, that actually values your life. Put them in office because believe me, these people do not care about you, not one bit. Let's go over some evidence of that, shall we? I think it's always helpful sometimes to, you know, get a little fact in there instead of just opinion. Uh, who killed Lincoln? A Democrat. Who killed JFK? A Democrat. Who killed Martin Luther King? A Democrat. Who lynched blacks? Democrats. Owned slaves? Democrats. Created Jim Crow? Democrats. Segregation? Democrats. Created the KKK? Democrats. Chinese champs? Democrats. The Confederacy? Democrats. And who are considered racists? The Republicans. (laughs) Is it not amazing? When you start going down into the lists of things that happen, uh, these people are so wicked, they turn the page on you every, every chance they get. It's always Democrats are those kids that throw rocks and then put their hands behind their back and point at somebody else. And, you know, they're just uh, wonderfully stupid people. If you're a Democrat listening to this program, I suggest that you take a deep look at your party see what your party actually stands for, and then reassess, because I think once you realize what they actually stand for, you're probably going to leave the party like most people have been doing and either go independent, maybe you'll feel a little more conservative. You know, that's, that's your personal choice. I'm not here to tell you what to be, but I can certainly tell you what not to be. And what not to be is an extreme leftist Democrat, because if you are, don't waste your time listening to me because I'm definitely the wrong one. For everybody that likes football or used to like football, or I don't even know if you're going to watch anymore with the uh, two national anthem thing they're considering on the first week. I don't know. I was, I've been in the United States my whole life. I am an American citizen through and through. Uh, I've talked to a lot of American citizens, and I don't know about you, but I didn't know there was two different uh, national anthems. I just thought it was our national anthem, period. But I guess – the NFL is going to create a, you know, a national anthem for the African-American community. Nothing says segregation and racism like separating us. Instead of us all uniting under one, you're going to split it into two. So nothing to me says racism like segregating us. I, you know, We thought as people we learned from this 
back in the 60s and 70s and when they were integrating everything, you thought we'd know a little better by now, but apparently, uh, what do they say, history repeats itself and things come back? I guess segregation's coming back. Like, uh, you know, what is it, Cavaricis? I don't know if they're coming back. I, I would certainly hope not, but you never know. Weirder things have happened. Um, but I saw Burgess Owens did win in Utah to try to run. So I'm loving that because that's a, an intelligent man. I've listened to him quite a bit. I actually saw him uh, on a Glenn Beck program um, the other night. It was uh, Restoring Hope in America. And he was talking about being a direct descendant, you know, of an actual slave. And, you know, very touching story. And you can learn more about it. Look it up for yourself. But uh, wonderful that being a direct descendant from an actual slave, a person that truly lived it, somebody over 155 years ago that actually experienced true racism, somebody that has experienced being oppressed. These days and times, minus people being called derogatory names or anything of that nature, I don't think people truly know in the United States what those people felt. And to see somebody like him, knowing where his family was, being a direct descendant of that, but still doesn't hold it against America, knowing how great America is, willing to fight for it, willing to put that aside, knowing that's where we were and this is where we are now, I got to give credit to him. Amazing man. I hope he wins his race. Uh, the other one I saw was Herschel Walker. And uh, he, was, he put out a little video about, you know, Black Lives Matter. They don't speak for him. And these Antifa and these young kids tearing down statues, he don't want no statues down. And he's right. These groups do not speak for them anymore. And at least they're willing to stand up and say so. At least they're willing to stand up for what they believe in. They're willing to stand up for the United States. Look at Drew Brees. Drew Brees came out with a statement and then retracted as soon as the mob got all over him. Yeah, there's, there's just no backbone anymore. You have Republicans willing to work with Democrats on the removal of American history statues, renaming History Day. I think the, the one that's up on debate right now is Columbus Day. Get rid of Columbus Day. These are all important parts of America. America has a dark history, and America has a great history. We play within both. There is no reason to dismantle it just because of some dark past. Tomorrow's 4th of July, where we celebrate our independence. Make sure you celebrate it right. Make sure that you go out and your kids that you go out there with know what it's for, understand why, what thousands upon thousands of soldiers, black, white, and every color in between died for, to be free, to have this great nation. Um, I heard they're calling people that celebrate the 4th of July racists. I, I mean, this has got to a point of, you want to take down statues, monuments, 
Mount Rushmore? Really? You want to take down Mount, Mount Rushmore? You people are fools. You're always going to be fools. And if you hate this country so much, please leave. Um, our forefathers fought and died for this country. They fought and died for every man of every color, every woman of every color in this United States. It's a shame to see how much the media works with these leftist groups. And I guess in hope of some free pass when the United States begins to crumble, like they're going to be excluded from it. If we go down, we all go down together. No one's getting off the ship. The only people that might get off the ship are the ones that have enough money to run a little bit. We, we hold most of the world economy up through our economy. If we crash, most other nations will crash with us. So good luck running. You'll be stuck here with the rest of us. Um, Independence Day is an important day. I'll definitely be outside barbecuing with my wife and kids. We're definitely doing fireworks. I will make sure to be blasting loud and clear outside as much American-themed music as humanly possible just to uh, hopefully inspire some people, not in a negative way. I'm not trying to negatively impact people. I want them to be inspired and feel a little bit of pride about where you live how far we've come, what a great nation we really are. We definitely are a nation not worth giving up on. We are a nation that should stand and rise together. We are one nation under God, and that's important. The more we continue to get away from God, the crazier things will continue to get, and we will fail as a nation. We need to love one each other more. We need to help each other out more. We have to unify as a nation. This is what the American dream is. This is what American values are. When the people came over from England, if they didn't work hand in hand, if they didn't work together, if they didn't pray, we wouldn't be here today. There's no way they survive as a single person coming to this nation by themselves. You needed help from the American Indians that were here. They needed help from each other. And in the beginning, they, need, they even needed help, excuse me, from England for supplies. This is what we need to do as a nation. I know that I'll fight till the end. That's one of the main reasons I'm doing this podcast. I got tired of sitting back and not doing anything. You get so much pent up in your mind and you got so much to say. And even if you feel no one's listening to talk into the microphone and think that you have the potential to reach a few people that will hopefully go out and look up some of the things that you talk about and educate themselves better. And they end up fighting for what they truly believe in. You fight for that American dream. You fight for our lives today. It makes me feel better. You know, I, I, uh, I watch the news, and I got to tell you, there are some days I say to myself, there just can't be this many stupid people in the world. It just can't, it just can't be possible that people actually believe this, that you could actually buy into this stuff. But apparently, 
They do. And not only them, but you have a lot of politicians that apparently buy into it or they're so scared to lose their position and so scared to change how much money and income they got coming into their house that they'll do and say anything to keep that position. And that's not the way it should be. The way it should be is if you're a conservative and you're up there, you fight for conservative values. You fight for the people that elected you in. You go out there and do your best for us. You know, everybody has a confused politicians, citizens, everybody. Politicians work for us through our taxed monies. They work for us, not the other way around. We don't work for politicians. This is the United States, Jack. This isn't, uh, this is a republic. This isn't a communist nation. This isn't a monarchy. You are not better than me because you're in office. You're in office because we, the people, chose to vote you in. So you need to do what we want you to do and what you promised us you would do. I do know one politician that does a pretty good job of it, and he's only been in politics for about five years. He's got a really wicked hairdo. Got a nice nice little personality going on. And uh, I'm sure... If they had a camera in the White House, him telling people you're fired, there's been quite a few. Because at least that man, Donald Trump, actually keeps his promises. He actually does what he says he's going to do on his campaign trail. With that being said, uh, I hope everybody truly enjoys your 4th of July. Um, You can follow me. On Twitter, I don't know how much longer Twitter is censoring people extremely hard right now, and they're starting to get into that uh, uh, that name game. I don't, I don't know the right way to say that, but where uh, you know you can't identify a gender or you can't uh, grandpa now. You have to call them some ridiculous name. You can't say grandpa. It's it's ridiculous. But for the current time, you can follow me at L J. C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N on Twitter or Joe Little on Parler. Parler is a much better app. In my opinion, they do not censor your speech. Say what you want. Say how you feel. Uh, lots of conservatives have been going over there, so there is a lot of conservative news. Pretty pretty decent app. It's, it's a free app to get. You can email me at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. And besides that, have a wonderful 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Uh, God bless. See you next time.